This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, awarded CanStar's most trusted energy providers nationally 2021 and 22. That's Red Energy. And Prince Wine Store, bringing wine enthusiasts the greatest wine in the world. Visit princewinestore.com.au. Here we are, dear Carol and Corey, our problem-solving segment for Don't Shoot the Messenger. And Carol, we have a really interesting letter this week from Annie from Collingwood. We've had a few, Corrie. There's going to be a lot of, there are a lot of dilemmas that are very personal that will be coming up in the next few weeks. But I love this one. Well, uh, just a, a reminder to everybody listening, please, please, we love your feedback. We'd love you to send in a dilemma, anything to do with matters of the heart, matters of work, matters of family, anything at all. Feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. Just send in your email. This is from Annie. Dear Carol and Corrie, thanks for your podcast. I listen every week and love your discussions. I have a work-related dilemma. Have you heard of the phrase quietly quitting? I thought it was just another new COVID term until I realised staff in my own small business have become increasingly challenging to motivate. My business coach told me I should take the staff, we are only a team of four, out for lunches, drinks, organise workshops, do yoga as a group, build the team dynamic, etc. She also told me, quote, work needs to be fun, close quote. I think we have a terrific family-friendly small business and we offer great flexibility. I just want my staff to be motivated enough to do what's expected of them. Are all the other activities necessary? Why are my staff lacklustre? Are they all planning to quietly quit? I am so interested to hear your thoughts. Thanks, Annie. This is a terrible dilemma. I've never heard of the term quietly quitting. Is that I, like I mentally, mentally checking out? Yeah, I hadn't either until I Googled it, and it has actually become a contemporary phrase. Jane, have you heard of it? I have. I've been listening to lots and lots of um, stuff on this. It was um, basically picked up. It was just a social media po- post. I'm, qu- I'm quietly quitting. I'm silently quitting. I'm going to do what I need to do, but none of the extra stuff. So you're taking a step back without saying, hey, I know what, just doing what you're there to do and not all of the extra bits that perhaps sometimes people don't get in burst for. Is it a COVID thing? uh, Yeah. So it's people coming back and realising, you know what, I used to do all of this stuff for my business and I'm over it. I'm not getting paid anymore. I'm not necessarily getting the benefits. It's their business. Why am I running myself ragged? I'm just going to take a step back, do what I'm employed to do, but not the But it's a fine, it's a fine line, isn't it, between your K- KPIs? So if you take on a job, particularly a management job or something like that, and it says, I don't know, I can't think, I don't know what industry Annie's in, but let's just say, uh, let's just say it was event management or something, and you have to do out of hours work because that's part of your KPI. You can't then say, oh, I'm not going to go to this event uh, at seven o'clock at night because it's not part of. I mean. I, I don't know, Cara. You and I wouldn't have, wouldn't never have got on if we hadn't have stayed back or given it the extra mile or just done what was expected of us. Well, it, it's no way to live a life, is it? Unless you really hate your job and you're just you know going in there to earn your paycheck and go home again. The challenge here, Annie, for you is that you're only a team of four. Now you clearly need to do something, and I think well, you can't really read people the riot act anymore, can you? And I understand that. But I think you need to subtly – I think group yoga is probably a step too far. And, you know, after work drinks, well, I mean, you know, a lot of people have young kids and they have families and they don't want to do that. But if you organised a once-a-month drink 
situation. I remember one of my children worked for a company uh, briefly where every Friday afternoon, I mean, you know, things like casual Fridays, um, at two o'clock every Friday in the office, out came the cheese board, the cheese platter and a couple of bottles of wine. Now, I don't think that is such a bad idea. I think going out for group lunches can be really nice. Listen, I want to take you all to lunch today. And while you're at lunch, just subtly say, listen, is everything okay? Is everything okay with you, Jane? You know, I've noticed you just seem a bit down lately or you're not as motivated as you used to be and you're so fantastic at engaging with my clients. You know, I need you, you know, put it sort of on to them, but I need you to do this and you can help me. Um, so you think, you're think you saying make it very much a personal bond between employer and employee. Yes. Respect. And, you know, look at yourself, Annie, and say, is, is, is it me? Am I... Am I a horrible boss? It doesn't sound like you are. You sound like you have a business coach, so you want to make this work. So you're obviously taking this very seriously. But I I did quite like the idea of the Friday afternoon cheese board. I thought that was sort of quite a nice idea. It'd be a bit embarrassing if everyone said, actually, good excuse to go home. I'm off. See you later. No, that can't happen. Um, Organise tickets to something um, involving partners, you know, whether it be a theatrical event or a movie. So you're kind of talking about rewards. Well, I think you have to do something, otherwise but people I, are quietly quitting. But Janie's talking about this um, quietly quitting thing as very much people reassessing, I hate this term work-life balance, but it sounds like that's what it is in a way. If you if you have stuff going on and you at home and you want to be a part of your home life because you have been for the past two years, you don't necessarily want to be doing the drinks on the Friday night, do you? You want to be out with your own friends. Well, not Friday night, but just Friday afternoon. As part of the work. Yeah. And, and and what's how can you have a good work-life balance if you don't enjoy your job? You're better off having a bit less time at home and enjoying your job. And when you are at home, enjoying that too and not dreading going into work. That's not – work-life balance doesn't necessarily mean you're doing less work. It just means you're sort of trying to enjoy every part of your life, including yeah. having a good night's sleep. If I was Annie, I would probably have either a group meeting or, as you said, go out to lunch and everything and say, look, this company really depends on the four of you. Uh, the, the the bigger goals and the greater goals and the greater achievements we, we get together, it will all, it, we will all benefit from it. We will all benefit either on your CV or a pay rise or the company's flourishing. We're kind of all in this together and... I am really happy to take on flexibility and family friendly and let you go if your child is sick at home or whatever it might be, knowing, trusting you, the work will be done, but I also need a little bit of trust back. Yes. Don't you think? What do you think about puppy days? (laughs) Oh, well, if it was Panda, she'd be so well behaved, but it sounds like Trudy's dog might not be so good on a puppy day. Don't be mean about poor Kip, (laughs) Kip Johnson, as we call him. Does does work have to be fun, ladies? She mentioned that. Like, yes. Really? Is that yes. where we're at now? We have oh, to have fun at work? No, it doesn't have to be like, this is great, I'm at a party, I'm laughing my head off. But it has to, of course it has to, there has to be rewarding. Rewarding. Yeah. You have rewarding. to be able to have a few laughs because I, uh, that's what, that's the difference between the workplace and working from home, Jane, don't you think? That's the thing that everybody seems to oh, miss. Oh, that's what I miss. It's so Mentoring. Yeah. Everybody yes. missed mentoring, being able to go into a boss's office and just get their take on something and having that immediate uh, water cooler talk, but also people missed um, having having a gag about your footy team, Hawthorne playing so 
terribly yeah. uh, on the weekend or whatever it might be that keeps that keeps the the joy of work bubbling along. Do you think people also have realised, and this is a big wake up for me, that the show does go on, I'm not irreplaceable and you know what, it's not the end. If you if you get knocked out with COVID for 10 days or so and the business survives, perhaps all of that extra effort you've been well, putting maybe, in maybe is right. over and above. But we were talking about this last night, about the complacency that a lot of us are, are feeling. And in fact, it's affecting the economy. Look at the mm. figures. People aren't spending money. People aren't, um, you know, they're, they're just not motivated. There's not the money. There's the, the income, the, the, the whole economic culture is not moving the way it should. They're the eating ecology. out, Corrie. Are they? I left, I left Marvel Stadium on Saturday. It was a beautiful day on Saturday. After I didn't stay for the Western Bulldogs GWS game and I just I didn't have my car so I decided to walk, just keep walking until I, you know, got an Uber or jumped on a tram or something. And I, I got to the shrine and I walked around the Yarra. South Bank, Every single restaurant was packed. Well, there isn't queues, that great after, there were after the terrible outside the all the restaurants? The hospitality industry. Turak Road was packed. Fitzroy, where I was on Sunday, packed. The Melbourne International Film Festival, the film I went to on Sunday, the queues stretched for um, about five hundred metres. It was ex- no, that's four hundred metres. Things people are out and about. People are spending money somewhere. They're certainly spending it on food. As I've said before, you can't get into the good restaurants. Well, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad for the for the hospitality industry that's happening. So I, I think retailers that are feeling it. Annie, it is quiet in oh, the retail front. Clearly, but Annie, you need to um, don't do too many activities. A monthly lunch, a coffee morning, set up a footy tipping competition for next year. If you're not interested in footy. Maybe a puppy day every fourth and Friday. I think, and I think have a good chat to them, Caro. Cheese and wine Friday afternoons. Have yes. a good chat about the pragmatism of what it is to work in a workplace because if the business succeeds, we all succeed. And if you want, if they want to work from home, give them one or two days they can work from home. Yes, I'm I agree with that. I'm a big believer and you have to all be in the office together for a, a large amount of the time. There's the advice, Annie. What do I we say? Ho- <laughs> don't shoot the messenger and don't quietly quit. <laughs> I think I might quietly quit the podcast now. I'm only doing the bare minimum, okay? You could say, what else is news? Good luck with that. Please don't forget, everybody, to send us your moral dilemma, something that might be concerning you, matters of etiquette, feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. 